0: But when we give of ourselves and of our resources, we put our faith into action. That's when we stop talking about what we're going to do. And that's when we start to do it. And I I don't know who said this quote, but I like it. It says, some men dream of worthy accomplishments, while some stay awake and do them.
1: Welcome to On the Bright Side with
0: Bobby Bollinger,
1: entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group a collection of hardware and sports product lines including Nebo tools and flashlights sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby.
0: You know, giving, reaching out, And serving others is something that just fits. It fits the life of someone who is committed to a Christian walk. And the reason I say it fits is because have you ever been involved in something that didn't fit? I remember when I made one of my first trips to Asia on business, We stopped over in Hong Kong for a few days and it seemed like there was a sign on every street corner that said, Custom Tailored Suits, $100. Well, I couldn't believe it. I felt like I had to get in on that deal. So I had my host take me in to get fitted for a couple of those custom tailored suits. So we went into a place and they quickly measured me and they said they could have the suits ready. Are you ready? For about Ready for this? In about 24 hours. Well, the next day, I went in to get the suits. And since I wasn't born yesterday, I said I wanted to try them on. No problem, said the tailor. So I put the suit on. I looked in the mirror, and the tailor stands behind me, cleverly pulling the jacket in just the right way as to make it seem to fit perfect. And he said... "'Ah, you're very handsome!' Well, I didn't have time to leave the suits with him anyway, so I brought them home. And the first time I put the suit on one Sunday, I noticed that one button didn't line up with the hole and the left pant leg was about two inches too short. Needless to say, my custom tailored suit required more custom tailoring before it could be worn anywhere. Well, what happened there in Hong Kong was a lot like we Christians can be when it comes to going out of our way to reach out to others. We approach it like I did, believing I could get a quality custom-tailored suit for $100. But it's not likely to happen when that's all the time and money you're willing to invest. You see, as great as our Christian experience has been, If we're only willing to jump in and help someone once in a while or only financially support something occasionally, then as real and as special as our Christian faith is, our Christianity will never fit just right. We will never wear it the way Christ intended us to. However, when we can develop this giving and serving part of our faith and it becomes an integral part of who we are as a person and as a church, then our faith fits us like a finely tailored custom suit. Not a cheap Hong Kong $100 suit, but one that took a lot of time and effort and sacrifice to get it right. Our church has always been an example of what can happen when we come together to share God's love with others. I've said this so many times, but when we give of ourselves and our resources, we put our faith in God into action. We stop talking about what we're going to do and we start doing it. I don't know who said this quote, but I like it. It says, Some men dream worthy accomplishments while some stay awake and do them. When we give of ourselves, And we learn to give our resources. That's when our Christianity finally fits. And that's when something good will happen. In Jesus' name.
1: Worry and anxiety are tools of the enemy to distract and defeat us. Coming up next, discover how you can push anxiety aside and find peace in the midst of troubling times. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light to accommodate any situation. The micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful Powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at nebo.tools.com. That's n e b o tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to on the bright side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith.
0: I have a word for you this morning, especially if you're dealing with not being able to be free. If you're dealing with anxiety and worry in your life, you can do something about it. Actually, the word I have isn't my word. It's a word from the word. And it's in Philippians, it's in chapter four. The Apostle Paul says this, Do not be anxious for anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What a great word. You know, we live in anxious times. We have so many things thrown at us every day to deal with that can cause worry and can cause stress and anxiety. In fact, there's an old joke where a guy goes to a psychiatrist and he says, Doc, you have to help me. The doctor says, okay, what's the problem? He says, every time I go to sleep, I dream I'm a wigwam or a teepee. The doctor said, That's no problem. You're just too tense. So, you see, having things that generally cause anxiety and stress really can't be prevented. But here's the thing for a Christian, anxiety and stress is not allowed to stay, it has to go. Anxiety and stress is a destructive exercise. It's been said that worry and anxiety is just unbelief in disguise. Jesus talked about this subject too. He said this, Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to his life? And since you can't do this little thing, why do you worry about the rest? This past week, We enjoyed a vacation in the Colorado Mountains, and we had a wonderful view of the mountains off the deck of our cabin. And the first day that we were there, we were just sitting out there, taking in all the beauty, when three beautiful deer and their fawns, I think that's the correct word for baby deer, they appeared, making their way down the hill in front of us, headed for the stream down below. And we couldn't take our eyes off of them. And then we realized that to get to the stream, they would have to cross the highway that ran all the way up to the national park. And this time of year, the highway is extremely busy. So when they reached the highway, we were literally gripped with fear that these beautiful creatures would get hit by a car. And frankly, my first thought was maybe I should get my wife and daughters away from the porch so they couldn't watch a possible tragedy. But we were frozen, and we just watched helplessly. Finally, one deer darted out on the highway, and a truck slammed on his brakes and barely missed her. And then, thankfully, the traffic stopped on both sides so that the rest of the deer could cross the road. And as our high anxiety in the moment turned to relief, I realized that my wife and daughters have been praying out loud for the safety of these beautiful animals. You see, as Christians, when we face circumstances that create fear, anxiety in our life, our spiritual instinct should be to do exactly what they did, The situation was completely out of our hands, but the Word teaches us that nothing is too insignificant that we can't pray to God for. We may not know the outcome of the situation, but we are assured of the peace of God nonetheless. One of the great pioneers of the faith is a 19th century evangelist named George Mueller. In his writings... He said something with great wisdom. He said, the beginning of anxiety is the end of faith, and the beginning of faith is the end of anxiety. So when we face anxiety and we sense anxiety rising up in us, that's just an opportunity for us to display our faith and our trust in God. The scripture says, by prayer and petition, that's turning over our anxiety to him. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Jesus Christ. You know, worry and anxiety is one of the greatest tools of the enemy to distract us and defeat us. But the Word shows us that our faith in God will trump worry and anxiety every time. And God intends for us to use these events in our life to grow and to find peace and joy through Jesus Christ. So no matter what is causing anxiety in your life, worry, stress, depression... When you have to wait those two or three extra days for the test results to come in from the doctor or your bills are piling up and you just can't see how you're going to pay them, these are the times when you have to let faith rise up in you and push the worry and anxiety aside because you have the promise of a peace that transcends all understanding through Jesus Christ. You see, Christ wants us to live for him today, right now. Jesus said, don't be anxious for tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Isn't it great that the best advice in the world comes from the Lord himself? He said, tomorrow will take care of itself. So if you're facing any of these issues today, just open up your heart. Push anxiety and push worry aside and receive from the Lord what He has for you today. And then, don't worry about it.
1: Are there things in your life that you would like to change? Stay with Bobby to hear how you can find your purpose in Christ when you are humble and willing to change. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright. I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high power 500 lumen flashlight, chips on board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode we hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side.
0: Well, good, good, morning. good morning. How are you? Good Man, what a, that was a, what a storm the other night. I'm just curious, how many of you encountered just some sort of damage or something throughout that, that storm? Wow, that's incredible! That, that's what I thought. Well, praise the Lord, we made it. We made it through that. That was a, that was that was quite an experience. I thought maybe you'd enjoy this little bit of um, storm humor. Here you go. One evening during a violent thunderstorm, a mother was tucking her four-year-old son into bed. She was about to turn off the light. When he asked with a tremor in his voice, Mommy, will you sleep with me tonight? The mother smiled and gave him a reassuring hug. I can't, dear. I have to sleep in Daddy's room. A long silence was broken at last by his shaky little voice. The big sissy... Okay, well, how many of you are enjoying our church-wide home group Bible study, 40 Days of Community? All right? Well, Well, you know, I'm really enjoying it, but I have to tell you that the deeper that we go into this study, the more things that are revealed to me that I need to work on. You see, when it comes to building relationships, which is a lot of what this study is about, some of us thrive in the interaction with others, but some of us don't. I mean, for some people, relating to others comes very natural. But for some of us, it doesn't. But what this study shows us is that even if it doesn't come easy, and even if it's uncomfortable for us, it's important. It's important for us to reach out to others and become a part of our community. The Lord said, your love for each other will prove to the world that you're my disciples. So even if it doesn't come easy, it means that we have to be willing to change some things in our lives. Well, when someone mentions the word change, first thing we tend to think is that, well, someone else needs to change. Surely not me. But in this instance, what I'm talking about is looking inward for change and coming to grips with the fact that it's not God's plan for you just to be saved. His plan for you includes the demonstrating to others the same kind of love that He's always shown to you. And there's just no getting around. This kind of change is not natural for some of us. And it requires an act of our will to do it. So I just want to mention a couple of things I believe will help us get there. The first thing is, I believe that before we can change for the better in the arena of reaching out to others is we have to get our lives under control. I remember one time we were in Colorado on a winter holiday and one of our favorite things to do was to go snowmobiling. Has anybody ever done that? And there was this huge lake that was completely frozen over and it was so much fun to get out there and just really open up and see how fast you could go. Well Dana ended up on one side of the lake coming toward me and I saw her way off in the distance. And so I started in her direction and as we got closer both of us were at top speed. And I saw that we were headed right for each other. And at those speeds, it was impossible to make a quick turn. And so as ridiculous as it seems that we were the only two people on this huge lake, we were going so fast we couldn't turn. The snowmobiles enough to prevent us from running head-on to each other. And the the machines collided. We both went flying in different directions. miraculously, neither one of us were hurt, bruised, but not hurt. I can't say the same about the snowmobiles. Turned out to be the most expensive trip to Colorado. And to this day, Dana insists that I was trying to kill her. I tell her, what sense would that make? But many of us live our lives going full out just like that. And we can't get our lives under control because we're just going too fast. To turn it. And you can trust me when I say that I'm preaching to the choir here. Well, actually, I guess I am preaching to the choir. <laughs> but the best way to get our lives under control is to give it up. We have to surrender our agenda to Christ. I heard someone say one time we have to stop being the star in our own movie. And then after we make that decision and we start to get our lives under control, we have to seek something else that doesn't always come natural. And that's humility. You see, humility is a characteristic of Christ that's often overlooked. But it's just as defining a quality as His power is. And the paradox is that He's all-powerful. And yet He was the one who was willing to wash the disciples' feet. You see, it's only when we can humble ourselves to serve others that we will ever experience the love of Christ that He intended us to have. You know, change isn't easy for most of us. But I believe as we seek God's will for us, He reveals to us those things that need changing. And He'll give us the grace and the courage to change those things. I love this old saying. It goes like this. It says, not everything that's faced can be changed. But nothing can be changed until it's faced. And I believe that when we are willing to change and when humility becomes a part of our nature, that's when God's will for us intersects with our talent and our abilities. And that's when we can find our purpose in Jesus Christ.